Hey guys, welcome back to Cooking with Miss C. Today we are going over greens and potato notes. So on Google Classroom, you have your guided notes and you can follow along. All right, so we're just going to jump right into notes. Grains, your formal definition is a single hard seed. Your most consumed grains in the world, first is wheat, second is corn, and third is rice. Uh, For your kernel of wheat, on the outside, it is surrounded by a husk. This protects it from birds and insects and things like that. So the husk is removed uh, before the grain is processed. So similar to corn on the cob, you remove the husk before you eat the corn. Next in your guided notes, it has a space for wheat kernel diagram. So for this diagram, you are going to go on to Google and you're going to look for a diagram. There are three parts that you need to have. It's okay if you have extra, but you need the three parts. You need the bran, the endosperm, and the germ. Okay, so your bran is the outer skin that protects the core from any sunlight and, and pests. Your bran has many health benefits. It has antioxidants, B vitamins, and fiber. Uh, for your endosperm, this is the seed's food supply. This is where starch is stored. Uh, the largest amount of flour will come from. So when you buy like just white bread or white flour, it's only the endosperm. Uh, finally, you have the germ. So this is the embryo that will sprout into another plant if it gets fertilized properly. So that's how your wheat um, will reproduce. Uh, Many health benefits, B vitamins, proteins, minerals, healthy fats. So what is a whole grain? Whole grains are made from the entire kernel, and that includes the bran, the germ, and the endosperm. So you need all three parts in order for it to be whole grain, uh, and that's where most of your nutrients will be. You also have refined grains. So this is, again, it's your white bread, your white flour. It's all refined. It's milled so that the germ and the bran are removed. So you're removing a lot of the nutrients, a lot of the B vitamins, any protein, antioxidants, things like that. And you're really just left with starch. Uh, You can buy refined grains that are enriched. So this is adding the nutrients that are lost during the process of the grain back into the finished product. So when you buy white flour in the store, you'll buy enriched flour. And they're just adding back these nutrients. So again, it's being even processed even further versus just whole grain where the nutrients are baked in. Why do whole grains matter? So when you have diets that are rich in whole grain foods and other plant foods, they are low in saturated fat and cholesterol. They could help reduce the risk of heart disease. Um, Consuming at least three or more ounces of whole grains per day can reduce the risk of several chronic diseases and can help with weight management. Uh, They're high in fiber, low in fat, you have more calcium, high in B vitamins, and they're a rich source of minerals. So overall, your whole grains just have a lot more health benefits 
And then just your basic white bread or your white flour. Again, it's only starches in that. You have different types of wheat uh, that produce obviously different types of flour. So your most, you have common wheat that's used in your basic, basic flour. Uh, you also have durum wheat. So this is a type of wheat with high protein and high gluten contents. So depending on what you're making, it might actually call for a durum wheat flour um, because it will want that stickier consistency. Uh, types of durum wheat, you have semolina, which is the endosperm only of durum wheat. Couscous is a granular form of semolina. Uh, then you also have bulgur, B-U-L-G-U-R. Um, that's cracked durum wheat that has been parboiled, dried, and then cracked. So parboiled means it's like flash boiled. It's not fully cooked through. It's uh, flash boiled. Then it's dried and cracked. Uh, you also have spelt, which is just another type of wheat. If you make it to the next level for baking, uh, you do use spelt flour in some experiments. So your other types of grain, your less popular ones, you have barley, oats, and rye, and your newly founded, super trendy right now grains uh, include quinoa, kamut, amarantha, and buckwheat. So we're going to go into each. So your barley. Barley contains all eight amino acids, which is really good for your brain power. Uh, according to a recent study, eating whole grain barley can regulate your blood sugar for up to 10 hours after consumption, which is also really beneficial. Uh, your oats. Oats contain more soluble, soluble fiber than any other grain, resulting in slower digestion and extended sensation of fullness. So this is going to help, again, with any gut health, your intestines. It's going to help with all that. Plus, it's going to make you feel fuller longer so you're not overeating. Uh, oats are, are a soluble fiber, lower bad cholesterol, and therefore decreasing your risk of heart disease. And you also have rye. <clears throat> so this is commonly made into flour for rye bread. Rye has such a distinct uh, taste that I don't really see it being used for anything else. Uh, it also has tryptocale, which is a hybrid grain between wheat and rye. So your newly found grains. Uh, first, we'll go over kamut. This is a large seed size in comparison to wheat, uh, and it contains 30 to 40% more protein than wheat. Uh, quinoa, these seeds are covered in bitterness so that it is protected from insects and birds. Uh, and it also has a high protein content, 12 to 18%. And it's considered a complete protein, which means that it has a balanced set of amino acids. Again, super important for any brain health, um, things like that. Amaranth. Uh, has a 30% higher protein value than other cereals like rice, wheat, flour, oats, and rye. And it contains a complete protein and a high amount of manganese. Buckwheat contains no gluten. 
So buckwheat is super friendly for anyone with celiacs. It is not related to to wheat. Uh, Kasha is a roasted buckwheat that's ground or cracked. And again, you can find all of these in ShopRite. Um, The brand is usually Bob's Red Mill, and you can find so many different types of wheats and flours and grains um, to try and experiment and things like that. So processing grains, uh, you have berries, which are the whole grain minus the whole. So anything inside. Uh, Flour, this is ground into a fine powder. You have rolled, which could also be flaked. It's flattened between two rollers, so oats are generally rolled. You have cracked, where it's cut into small pieces so that it helps speed up cooking time. And pearled, which is bran removed, and then it's tumbled. And they, they usually come out very round, so they look like little pearls. Uh, next, we're moving on to rice. So worldwide, there are more than 40,000 different varieties of rice. And ShopRite, I believe, carries about five of them. So we have very slim pickings in Hillsborough. So your basic categories of rice... First, you have your long grain rice. So this is long polished kernels. Bland and somewhat firm in texture, it will yield a drier, fluffier rice. So your examples are basmati and jasmine rice. Please make sure you're putting the examples down. You do need those for your quiz. Um, so your long grain rice, they you can see, are actually much longer. Then you have your medium grain rice. Uh, it is shorter. And it's going to be a bit wider. So it's two to three times longer than it's width than long grain rice. So it's much fatter. Okay. Uh, Cooked grains are more moist and tender and have a greater tendency to cling together. So sushi rice is a great example. And finally, of your short grain rice. So this is short and plump. It's almost round. Uh, cooked grains are soft and they do cling together. Arborio rice is an example, which it's labeled Arborio in the store. And then when you make it, it's risotto. Nutritional differences of rice. So first we have brown rice, which is the whole grain form of rice with only the husk removed. Uh, next you have your parboiled rice. So steam was passed through the through the grain with the husk on. The nutrients will become embedded into the grain with this procedure, and then the rice is polished after the steaming is done. So your result would be a much more nutritious rice than white rice, and it becomes more digestible than brown rice. Um, You don't really see parboiled rice as often. Uh, Generally, the third version, instant rice, is most common. Your instant rice is pre-cooked and then it's dehydrated, so it cooks quickly and the yield is double. So when you buy rice in the store, it's dry, but it was already cooked and then dried out for you so that it's only going to take 20 minutes versus taking several hours. So when you're cooking rice, it's important to double the amount of rice for water. So it's a two to one ratio water to rice. That means it's two cups of water to one cup of rice. 
right? So that is super important that you are measuring it out and accuracy is key. If you add too much water, it's going to be super soggy. You don't strain it like pasta. So please make sure you're uh, measuring out your water. So first you want to bring the water to a boil. Then you will add your rice and you usually use a fat as well, um, like an oil or butter just so it doesn't stick. Um, Add your rice, give it a quick stir. Right away, the starch is gonna um, dissolve off and it will like stick instantly to the bottom of the pot. So just give it a quick stir, lower the heat to a simmer, and then you're gonna put the lid on. Do not remove this lid until the timer goes off. The whole point of cooking rice is that steam needs to cook it. So you need to keep that lid on. If you keep opening it, you're releasing a lot of steam and it's going to make a difference. So usually um, the timing is pretty accurate. So you wait 20 to 25 minutes. It could be up to an hour for brown rice. Um, But 20 to 25 minutes, leave that lid on and then just wait it out. Uh, Rice is done when no water is visible anymore. So when you timer goes off, open the lid, you'll see that no water. It should have all been steamed and absorbed um and you're good to go fluff it with a fork it should not stick to the bottom of the pan if it sticks to the bottom pan you cooked it a little too long Uh, so rice will double as it cooks so one cook of uh, one cup of uncooked rice will yield two cups of cooked rice we are moving on to potatoes so what are potatoes they are starchy tuberous crop They are part of the vegetable group. There are about 5,000 potato varieties worldwide. Uh, ShopRite has, again, about three of those, uh, your basic potatoes, pretty much. Uh, 3,000 of them are found in the Andes alone, mainly in Peru, Bolivia, Ecuador, Chile, and Colombia. So while in America, we know Idaho is our main potato producer, majority of the world's potatoes comes from South America. Uh, Potatoes are related to tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, and tomatillos. The history of potatoes and their global impact. So again, they're indigenous to Peru, Colombia, and Chile. They are third in the world for food production after wheat and rice, but they are fourth most consumed after wheat, rice, and corn. Potatoes can be grown in a wide variety of environments, so that's what makes them the ideal food. They're easy to grow, they're cheap to grow, so that's why they are up there as far as being consumed more so, because they're also very filling. Two-thirds of the world's potatoes are eaten by humans, while the rest are fed to animals or used to produce starch. So your nutritional value of a potato surprisingly has more vitamins and nutrients than one would think. Um, It is an excellent source of vitamin C. They are a great source of potassium and they actually have more than a banana. It's a good source of vitamin B6. These are fat-free, sodium-free, and cholesterol-free. They're only... Those things, if you don't add butter, salt, sour cream, things like that. If you have a plain potato, it's fat-free, sodium-free, cholesterol-free. And it's only 110 calories per serving for your average size potato. Realize that there are different sizes. 
You can get really small ones, really big ones. Uh, moving on to types of potatoes, our first type is a red potato. Uh, these are lower in starch, waxy texture, suitable for boiling, roasting, putting them in salads, like potato salad, uh, soups, and stews. Majority have a white flesh inside. Some might have a yellow tint. Some brands, uh, red Lesota, red Norland, Viking, Modoc, things like that. There are a few. If you go into ShopRite, it's literally just a bag named, labeled reds. Um, and they're like the smaller ones uh, that are more, I'm not bite-sized, but smaller. Uh, next type of potato are your white potatoes. So these are higher in starch content, mealy texture, so they're a little hardier. Uh, they are suited for chipping or frying. Uh, they are predominantly white fleshed, but some might have yellow fleshed tints. Uh, and your basic, your most common type is Yukon Gold. That's the type they sell in ShopRite. Um, you also have Irish Cobbler, Dakota Pearl, Ivory Crisp. Uh, your third type of potato is a russet potato. These have brown netted skin. So when you when I say potato and you're thinking potato, this you're thinking of a russet. Um, it has a high dry matter content. So again, it's mealy. Um, it's suited for french fries, baking, and frozen processed foods. Russet potato types. You have russet Burbank, um, Ranger Russet, Gold Rush, things like that. Um, I believe in ShopRite, it's, it's literally just russet. Um, but again, these are your common baking potatoes. So different uses for potatoes, you can process them into french fries, potato chips, and any other type of dehydrated product. Um, you can also use fresh potatoes, you can bake them, boil them, put them in casseroles, salads, soups and a whole bunch of other dishes they're a very versatile type in my opinion um, vegetable and again they're me mealy so they're hearty they'll fill you up they're a great filler item uh, fun facts about potatoes and you do need these for your quiz so please make sure you have a few written down um, the word potato comes from the spanish word patata uh, National Potato Day is August 19th. Although it shares the same name, the sweet potato is a root vegetable and only loosely related to a potato. Potatoes are sometimes called spuds. In October 1995, the potato became the first vegetable to be grown in space. Um, and Thomas Jefferson gets the credit for introducing french fries to the United States when he served them at a White House dinner. That's it for your notes on grains and potatoes. I hope you found all the information super fascinating. Uh, if you do have questions, please email me or talk to me in class. Um, and your quiz date is to be announced in class. And have a great day.